Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Welcome everybody back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. I am your host, Adam Cousins, and it's the last episode of NWA Power of the Season Review. And of course, that means only one thing, my illustrious, glamorous, Debbie McGee kind of co-host, maybe not. Uh, Fiona Lockrens here. Fiona, how are you doing? I am a little bit stressed today, but all good. How are you? Uh, yeah, good day. Good. Well, yeah, good day. All all is well in this household, anyway. At least, which is the main thing. Um, we finished power on a tag team night. Oh, so good. It, I love my tag team wrestling. So I was buzzing for this show last night. It was great, great, a great end to power. What has been a great season of power? So many changes. It really has. There's been lots of talk online on the Discord and on like the communities and stuff on X or Twitter or whatever it's called these days. Um, loads of real positivity about this season. So yeah, it's been fab. And next season they could have the TV deal in place. We don't know yet. Not confirmed, but apparently CW are picking up two types of NWA programming, one being power and the second one being a reality show based on the behind the scenes stuff of power. Yet to be confirmed, but exciting times, Fiona. <clears throat> indeed, indeed, I am a happy fee. You are a happy fee. Anyway, let's get into it. The power episode was called See You in Hell because obviously mm. Samhain is Saturday. Uh, we're going to be doing a preview show with Chris Silvio shortly as well to cover all that off. But anyway, the opening this week was all about BFT, Murdoch Knox and Aaron Stevens talking well about... Well remembered. <laughs> notes, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of me today instead of on my screen. Um, BFT, yeah, Aaron and Murdoch and Knox, they're really building up that feud for the Knights of the Round Table tables match on mm. Saturday, and they'll be in action uh, in a bit uh, later on on the show. Danny Dills and Joe Garley on commentary, as usual, for this season. And we kicked off with the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, uh, AC3, and Jordan Clearwater, against, I believe this is right, Cal, Cal Hero and Luscious yep. Lawrence. Yep, two brand new faces for me. Um, Cal Hero, I have heard of. He's been around on social media for a long time. Um. I think it's potentially his dad randomly that I follow that had was in, involved with various people in wrestling. So Cal's kind of grown up and I actually genuinely didn't recognise him at first when he came out. But yeah, good to see some new faces, particularly this far into the season at the finale. It's nice to see some some new faces pop up. It was uh, Cal wearing the fanny pack as uh, Danny Dill. Yeah. Referring to well, well, I, I just want to point out, it was weird at the start because normally like you would get an introduction. There was no real introduction to the two of them, which I actually thought was a bit of a shame because it was, if you weren't listening, it would be really, really hard to pick up their names. And I thought that's a shame. Like it's their first time on NWA. It would have been quite nice for them to have, not necessarily an intro, but even just a wee thing on screen to say who they were. So I felt kind of bad for them on that front. So yeah, sort right. that out for next time. Yeah, that happened again in the main event, uh, and because I, I will get into that shortly. Um, this tag match was a lot like uh, teacher student with between three mm. and uh, Clearwater. There was a lot of times where Clearwater was making what I'd call the rookie mistake, and EC three was trying to 
you know, put him in the right direction, sort of stop celebrating and get on with it or stop, you know, posing and just get on with the action. It nearly cost him, funnily enough. It did nearly cost them, yeah. Um, but in the end, it the he, I, I believe the submission is called The Purpose. From I didn't catch that. I will not argue yeah. with you on that one, though. Yeah, you never argue with me. Um, <laughs> It's called, I believe it was called The Purpose. Uh, they, obviously, they submitted an EC3 and Clear War. It wasn't a big shock that they won, especially given it was the last episode before the pay-per-view. Yeah. Can't have your champion going out before the pay-per-view on a loop. Mm-mm, that not. would not have been a good look on them. Um, but I thought they both, the other two, done really well. be interesting to see if they show up on future... I'd quite like to see a little bit more of the two of them and see what they've got. Um, maybe against people... They were maybe a little bit more evenly matched, potentially. Um, but yeah, I, I'd quite like to see the two of them again. It was. Uh, we do. And then there was a Kobe, uh, it was a Kobe interview. Kobe, Kobe, sorry, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe Carino is looking more like his dad. Every time I see him, I yeah. Steve. Every time I see him. Um, and it was the immortal. I mean, Kobe was talking about not disappointing his son and making sure he, you know, he, he retains the title. It was the immortals as well. Um, going into Sawin uh, this weekend, and Kobe Karina defending. Is it Joe Alonso? Is it Joe Alonso? Joe Alonso, yeah. Again, Joe and his strong social media game. Kobe's fired back a couple of good shots at him online, though. Yes. So, yeah. Should be a good entertaining match of the week. It's going to be a pillar to post match. Yeah. I but- don't know what. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? Some of these matches we're going to be going through with Chris Silvio have got stipulations that I've never heard of in my life. And one of them gets announced during this show. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Knox and Murdoch. Oh, no, before that, we did get the we did get the match. We the, did get the mortals. The clowns, yeah. the clowns and La Rebellion, uh, Vampiro and uh, a guy from the Insane Clown Posse. What was his name? Silent, Silent J. Not Silent J. It's not Silent J. Violent J. Violent J. That's the one. You said Silent J last week. It's I going to I can't do it. A riddle box match. I'm excited. That could be literally anything. Well, that's basically what he said. You can open a box and it can have either something great in it or something disastrous. Um, <laughs> I, 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 Three I, more sleeps to find out. Do you know what the best thing was? If you didn't have, you haven't bought the pay per view yet. These matches are intriguing enough to pay the money to get the pay per view just to see what the hell they're going. Yeah, to absolutely, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, it's going to be quite insane. Um, there was a heavy hitting tag match next. The fish. Yeah, I really liked it. I think that was probably the match that I was most looking forward to on the card last night. Again, tag team wrestling's great, but I love. I, I like the flippy stuff, but I love big tag teams. And I mean physically big tag teams, big imposing tag teams. I just like the, yeah, I like the hard hitting stuff like that. So, and it was for big gentlemen in the ring. Let's not pretend it wasn't. I was going to say you like big men <laughs> when you were going on. <laughs> Nearly. Let's not go on. there tonight. Well, no, well, we've got to go there in a minute because someone else comes up um, in a bit. But, um, yeah, Knox and Murdoch with Fixers LLC. Um, wow, it was. I I love. What do I call these? The meat slappers. It, it, it was. <laughs> I love that please. It, it was literally two, four big guys knocking seven bells out of each other, which exactly what it was. Obviously, Knox and Murdoch going into Sawin. We've already mentioned it against Blunt Force Trauma in the Knights of the Round Table tables match. I've got to try and get that out every time. Um, <laughs> You're doing well. 
Yeah, I do well with it, yeah. And, and I got Sawin, managed to get Sawin right after. Although there was a couple of times on commentary. I Joe messed up big yeah. time on it last night. I yeah. popped for that, not going to lie. Sorry, Joe, but that didn't make me giggle. <laughs> I was like, that was me in week one or whenever it was. Uh, well, this year or this episode was either week one or week two of NWA when I was <laughs> Sam Hain or whatever it was. Yeah. Before you kindly interrupt, well, goodly interrupted in that sense and told me it was wrong, uh, which was then uh, ever since then, I've been making sure I've got it right. Um, this, yeah, this match was heavy hitting, hard stuff. Um, there was a miscommunication with the fixes at the end, which cost them yeah. the high low from uh, Knox and Murdoch and they pick up the win. Again, not necessarily surprising Knox and Murdoch. They kind of needed it. Again, going into mm. the tag title match um, at Sowing. But I do love these. And I hope we see, I'm hoping the fixes, I'm pretty sure they've been advertised for the tapings coming up. Uh, um, yeah, I'm sure they have. Um, I like the fixers. I, I met them last year um, at, at the Crockett Cup. They are they were funny guys, really funny guys. Um, and for big lads, because they are big lads, they can move. Okay. It's the same with Trevor and, and Mike. They are both big lads. But they can shift. Yes, they can, and they can they they can move for their as you say for their height and weight. They can definitely. Yeah. Uh, and it's never it's not just a hard hitting one. It was there was some fast paced action in there when it needed to be. Absolutely. Uh, so more of the same for next year for them. Um, now I think the next thing was a dream for for Gax. Um, I think he was dreaming uh, at this point. Uh, it was. He was um, he was in this weird room and it was gags were there. Father James Mitch was like, it's time to come home. And if you don't come home, we're gonna basically kill you. I don't like I know I was a bit kind of that's a bit harsh. <laughs> and then, then then he had uh, Max and that choking him and Yeah, so now yeah, Max choking him, Jadias there as well. Now I'm slightly concerned for Sal whether that is Something that's going to weigh on Gags's mind, and for the for their match at Salwyn or not, um, I'm a little bit concerned for Sal because Sal seems to be in quite a good place at the moment. He seems to be quite happy. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, I like Sal. Please don't die. <laughs> Please, well, their match is also being confirmed for Salwyn, mm. uh, and I'm just going to get. I think I sent it to you, but I've got it here in front of me. I'm just going to find it. So uh, their match was a Devil's um, Last Dance Ultimate Hardcore War. Yeah, so you've got Sal, Gags, Kolax Mana, Zach Draper, and Mims, and they're yeah. going up against Judas, Max, um, Alex Misery, Jake Dumas, and Dumas, sorry, and Cody James. So yes. that'll be fun. Uh, and yeah, scary. And what, and what the hell is a Devil's Last Dance Ultimate Hardcore War? Uh, I, I, <laughs> it's just. It gets uh, it gets uh, more and more weirder by the minute. And again, more if you wanted a reason to buy the pay per view for some of these matches, just go ahead and do it. Um, Pretty empowered was next. Uh, Ken- Kenzie, uh, I can't remember. Kenzie, Carl- Kenzie, Kaylee, and uh, Ella. Ella, yes, that's right. Against the Woad, Rufy, and Sam Star. I put on his notes lots of arse slapping. There was quite a bit, but there was quite a bit in that. But then you've got. Um, Wall done it. Who, well, yeah, you can figure out what the acronym stands for. So, yes, and um, I thought it was a really good match, though. Um, mm-hmm. there was a couple of near falls, yeah, and um, there was a couple of times I thought, ooh, pretty empowered and a wee bit of trouble here, but obviously, um, yeah, champs, champs be champs, 
Chance be chance, but they didn't stop Roxy from coming back out and trying to get back into the group. I felt really bad for her last night. They basically just dismissed her and and laid her out. And yeah, she's lost her. What was it they said? You've lost your pretty privileges. Yes. Which is a shame. But then I'm now now I'm sitting here going, okay, so you've done that to her, you've knocked her out, you sparked her out in the middle of the ring, you're standing with your feet on her, giving it, yeah, we're the champs. She's really upset. What does that mean at the pay-per-view? Is she going to meddle? Well, I think more the tag team than the the women's title match, maybe the tag team. But as as you rightfully said, it was Code Kylie with the one, two, three. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, more to do with Roxy. Uh, I reckon she's going to do something at Sawin. More so, as like I said before, more so for the tag team than the the single. I think. Kenzie. Yeah, I think. Yeah, interesting. I'd be very surprised if she doesn't show up ringside for that. That's for sure. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Ruthie Jones actually interviewed after that, and she was praising Carter Kenzie a little bit, but at the same ah. time saying that she's mean, she's wicked. Um, but she, you know, she gets she gets the job done, but she doesn't. She hopes that the title reign doesn't last long. Uh, That's it. Plenty of respect for your champ. I think going into the match, it would be remiss of her not to be respectful of her yeah. um, there's a reason why Kenzie's got that belt and when you look at how she won that belt and who she beat to get it then I think she deserves all the respect for it so I, I thought that was actually quite a good wee a good wee, a good wee segment with Ruthie J and Sam there exactly I, I agree with that um, our good mate was up next Plunky yeah, Mario Perdua, a little tag team action yeah. again, obviously. P and P, I got it down. I can't read my own notes. Mario Perdua and Plunkett, and it yeah, was they... against Magic Inc. Yeah, I got that bit. Damas and uh, Barker. That was it, but I couldn't remember what Plunky and P had called himself. It was the P and P something connection. P and P connection. Was it? See, I never caught that. Then I obviously <laughs> wasn't paying attention. Sorry, Plunky. <laughs> Plunky. My bad. Oh, yeah, mate, yeah. You know, um, there was one point of Magic Inc. They kept saying about wanting to show a trick during this match, uh, which they eventually do. But uh, see, uh, see uh, KJ sweeps the legs of, I think it was Plunky earlier on with the stick mm. or whatever it was. And then to, to and it was really impressive when Plunky did get the tag because that, uh, Perdue was really good. I like him. I'm, I'm, I like Perdue, yeah. I'm um, looking forward to seeing more of him yeah. hopefully in the next season with a bit of luck. Yeah, we do need to see more of him because he's got a good look. He works mm. well. Ring. It was a really. I mean, he was on it once. But I think last season he was on once as well. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who he was against, but I, I remember him putting in a good effort there. We were praising him there. We, we really need to see more of this. Um, but then, of course, he got the card across the head or the eye or whatever you want to call it. Then they hit yeah. the show over uh, for Magic Inc. to pick up the win. Um, going into this. Um, I mean, obviously, Magic Inc. We now knows with the father James Mitchell. I think that was he's doing that. And they, they are, they are on the yeah, so on the dark side for that match. So they are indeed on the dark side. But hopefully, we'll see a lot more of a yeah. Bit of a, I'm just going to say as well, a bit of a new look for for Jake Damas as well. He normally wrestles with his shirt on and stuff, so yeah. it was a bit of a bit of a new vibe for him. I actually really like. Watching Dick, I, I like the cat. I like his character. I like his swag. Um, yeah, I think they're. I, I think Magic Inc are an interesting, an interesting little group to watch for sure. And you just never can quite trust CJ. You never know what she's gonna do. No, as you see from that match when she's like the swipe the legs out from yeah. Punky, so. and then just spend the rest of the time just smiling and posing. 
and looking pretty like <laughs> pretty, yeah exactly that and they went back to speak to Knox and Murdoch um <laughs> I love this I <laughs> love this it was Mike um, Knox might be one of my new favorite people um was... <laughs> he just he he's so funny he is so so funny I'm just like happy Knox slightly crazy Trevor's coming for you, BFT. And that's all I've written. Yeah, he was apologising to his neighbour, Ken, because he was saying that they didn't know who blunt force trauma was under the mask. So every person he was going to, he was beating up. So he apologised to his neighbour, Ken, for that. Uh, Murdoch was then saying he was going to get violent and stuff like yeah. that, you know, uh, which was quite funny. And that's how it ended. Uh, then you get to Boo Kerry Morton. Boo Kerry! Boo Kerry Morton. They were basically going on about, you know, they're just going to smash people like they always do. At the pay-per-view, uh, Billy then said that Chris uh, Adonis was a stupid son of a bitch. And, was... and Kerry called himself the uncrowned world's heavyweight oh, yeah. champion. Shut up. Just get in the bin. Get in the bin, boo, Kerry. Um, <laughs> yeah, B- Billy was saying that Chris was a son of a bitch and he's basically just going to leave an imprint of his boot on his ass. Uh, now, those matches have been confirmed as well. So the Southern Six will be Kerry Morton, Alex Taylor with Ricky Morton will take on the Headbangers. And a rock and roll tag match. What is a rock and roll tag match? I have no idea, unless it's going to involve guitars and pianos and who knows? Um, And Thrill Billy Silas Mason will take on Chris Adonis in a Burning Lake brawl. Yeah. See, now I've got visions of like an outdoor match somewhere. I've got, I'm going down the whole kind of like impact and AEW deletion. Like, I, I just, I had visions of that and I'm going, there's no way NWA are going to do like something. But who knows? Um, I quite like the idea of it. They done a, I remember WWE a couple of years back done a swamp match with Bray Wyatt. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, but you could be right. I mean, could it be one of those? Um, what do they call those match- cinematic matches? They call that's them? the word. Cinematic. It's been a long day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just like my brain's just not quite functioning right now. But yeah, honestly, I I have visions of that because how else can you like how can you call it that and there not be some sort of body of burning water lake. involved in it? A burning lake. Um, for. Where where are they? It's about Cleveland, didn't they? Cleveland, yeah. Any lakes in Cleveland nearby that they could? Uh... I'm sure there probably is. I have no idea. I'm really sorry to any of our American friends watching this. My American geography is not great. Yeah. I just know Cleveland is in Ohio. I don't know if there's a lake up there. I'm sure That's there's right. one at least. <laughs> AC three from Cleveland, Ohio. And suppose the was it the Miz? The Miz. Oh, I have no idea. I can't remember. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm That's my ignorance. Through. I will I will do some geography homework for next time. <laughs> the next season. Or for Sunday when we review Sally. Yeah. Um the, the main event, well, if you call it a main event, was uh, a two out of three for get to know the champs match, I've called this. Um it was BFT. Now I've got Luke Curtis, uh, was one of the names, and I've got uh, I think Soda Pop and Key Rocks. There you go. See you you listen. Soda Pop and well, I know Soda oh, Pop. No. Um, Soda Pop's Soda Pop's been on NWA before. Right. Um, but I also know Soda Pop from TSW and Dallas as well. So I watched them wrestle there before as well. K Rocks um has wrestled 
he's had blonde hair in the past, though, so maybe you just didn't quite recognise him. But K-Rox has wrestled on quite a few seasons of power. He did wrestle when I was out last year um, on the season after the Crocker Cup last year. So I've seen him a couple of times. But was it was it Luke Curtis? Did, Luke yeah. Curtis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I haven't seen He's new. I haven't seen him before. Yeah, they didn't get much of an offence in. Um, they really didn't. <laughs> like, they really didn't. I just actually... They've just got their heads taken off. Um, Pretty much. Lariats, boom, 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 left, right and centre. And Aaron Solo constantly on the microphone during... I loved that. I thought that was such, like... Because he's called it the get-to-know-the-champs match, um, I loved the fact that he was just bigging them up the whole way through. And you could just hear him over Joe and over... um, Danny. Danny, you could just hear Aaron just giving it Given it Aaron, but I have literally written on here, BFT destroyed them. And that's it. That's pretty much all you need to know. They absolutely did. BFT did destroy him. Um, at the end of the match, Knox and Murdoch come out. Carnage ensured until Aaron Stevens got in the ring and basically said, because they was going for the high-low, and I can't remember if yeah. it was damage or carnage or whatever it was. Um, I always get them mixed up. Yeah, me too. One of them is bigger sort of in the waist than the other one. That doesn't mean they're fat. It's just one of them's got bigger waist there. <laughs> Um, and Aaron Stevens then got in the ring and basically said, hit me, your title match is over, because that was a stipulation, Aaron Stevens. Could Knox be. was close. He was getting Knox there. was very close. You'd <laughs> see Trevor, like, pushing him back. It was getting there, and that brought the season, to this season of power to at the end, which is, as we've already said, is probably one of the best seasons of power. Uh, yeah. Come out, and we all, we want to see what's going to happen next season. We've got Sarah at the weekend. I'm just going to briefly run through the 15 match card. Um, on is Saturday. it 15? Four pre show matches. I've got it all in front of me here. So, yeah, no, I've got it. Yeah, okay. So we've got Jordan Clearwater and a country gentleman. Uh, we'll face Zion and the Outrunners in a six man tag. Yeah. Then we have a loser leaves NWA match. Rolando Freeman will be the referee for Bradley Pierce and Rush Freeman. That's on the pre show. Uh, a four-way match to determine the number one contender for the Women's World Championship. Samantha Starr, Miss, Missy, 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 Kate. Tiff- Missa. Missa Kate. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Tiffany Neves and Celeste. I'm going for Sam Starr in that, but we'll talk about that on the pre- on the preview with Chris Sylvia. Um, and that would be so that whoever wins the women's title match will have them to to, to take care of next. Um, then there's Daisy Kill and Talos versus the Immortals. Uh, yeah. That's the United States Tag Team Championships. Then, obviously, the No Limits match, EC3, Tom Lameter. Then there's just a standard match on this show. Wow. Kenzie there's Page. a couple. There's a couple of no stipulation matches. Yeah. Kenzie Page and Rufy Jays, just a general singles match. Kobe Carino and Joe Alonso is a pillar to post. We've got the Pretty Empowered versus Markova and Rising for the tag titles. The Knights of the Round Table Tables match between Brunt Force Trauma. Carnage and Damage, uh, Mike and Murdoch and Knox. Uh, Jax Dane versus Bulletproof Troop with Chris Silvio Esquire. I can't wait to see what he's got to say about this submissions. Plenty. Plenty, I imagine. Yeah, plenty. Uh, Obviously, the Brothers of Funstruction, Violet J versus Vampire and Lara Bellion in a riddle box match. The Rock and Roll Tag Match, Southern Six, Kerry Moore and Alex Taylor versus the Headbangers. Phil Billy, Silas Mason and Chris Adonis in a Burning Lake Brawl. The, uh, the Devil's Last Dance, Ultimate Hardcore Raw, War between Judas, Maxine Paylor, Magic Inc., and Alex Mystery. Misery, isn't it? Misery? Yeah. Yeah. Misery. Uh, against Sal, Gags, Koa, and Magnum Muscle, and Mims. And finally, 
Matt Cardona versus TBA. Uh, what a wrestler TBA is. That's where 15 was. I had everything except Matt Cardona down. I was like, why have you got 15? Yeah. Challenge. Who? Like he's against TBA. What a wrestler. I've got I've never seen TBA in my life. (laughs) I I just there's it doesn't leave that many people, really. Like I'm sitting going through the card and going, right, okay, who's this? Who who's on the card? Who's tag team and who's doing singles action? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? There's not really anyone else, is there? CM Punk. Like, huh? CM Punk. CM Punk. <laughs> well, it's going to be something. Is, is, is that wishful thinking? <laughs> uh, of course it is. Uh, of course it's wishful thinking. No, it was not wishful thinking. It's just I was trying to think of if they're going to pull a surprise in, maybe someone that's you know recently released or fired <laughs> from from if they're going to be bring someone new in, maybe. You know, yeah, I don't TV know. Deal. But I genuinely can't think of anyone on the roster who I would put on a pay-per-view who hasn't got a match. No. Kerry, Kerry Morton? Kerry's in the tag match with with Alex, so he's got that match. Um, last time, didn't he? Kerry beat him. He beat Kerry. You've beat got Adonis. You've got... Lamet is already in. La- Latimer. You've got all your champs have already got matches. Which makes me That's going to bug me. I'm going to have to go and think about that now and rack my brains. It Hopefully it's someone new and someone random that they've maybe just brought in for a single night. But Or it could be a brand new member of the NWA roster. That's a, quite a reasonable name. Who knows? Who knows? Only three more sleeps and we'll find out. Three more sleeps till we find out. Fiona, we'll cover off what we're doing on the, the next show. Mm-hmm. So we do that at the end of the preview show with Chris Silvio Esquire. Oh, I'm excited to speak to him. I'm excited to speak to him. So we'll leave that there for now. But guys, we'll be back. Well, we will be back with Chris Silvio Esquire doing the uh, Salwin preview show uh, very, very shortly. She has been the wonderful Fiona Lochran. We will probably be having a few weeks off while Power takes a break, uh, unless any NWA wrestlers want to come on. Definitely next week, because I will be in a different country. Uh, I will be in Madrid. Yeah, for a few days, so I will not be here. But power, luckily enough, it was power is going to be not going to be on for in a couple of weeks anyway, so it, we don't miss anything really. Uh, we will review Sawin before I go on holiday, so we'll be all up to date with NWA before I go away. But until indeed, indeed until we speak to Chris Silvio, she has been Fiona Lockwood. I have been Adam Cousins. This has been the last in the series or the season of the NWA Power Review. And until next time, everybody, buckle down, stay safe. Hey, everybody, thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTT Buckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.